it's launch day. Today is April 25th, 2023. It is the launch day of the Faithful Family Fortress podcast. And I just want to share this with you. Describe your perfect date. It's a tough one. <laughs> um, I'd have to say April 25th. Because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Unless you live in Alaska, that is. Yeah, they need a parka. (laughs) Well, that is a clip from the movie Miss Congeniality. And it's just wonderful because April 25th is our wedding anniversary. So it's always a fun reminder, especially when you see that meme floating around on Facebook. Yeah, masterful performance by William Shatner. May he rest in peace. You know, he was like 91. He went to space. Wait, is he still alive? What oh my goodness, I mean, about? he was in there. Oh my god. Do you want to experience more intimacy in your marriage through time in God's word and praying together, but find yourself spending more time scrolling and binging TV? Do you desire to lead your children to know, love, and serve the Lord, but don't even know where to begin? Do you want to incorporate more Jesus into everyday family life? but don't seem to have enough time nor bandwidth for it after all of your adulting? Hi, we are Robbie and Sasha Robertson, and we are so excited that you're here with us on the Faithful Family Fortress podcast. We know the distance between your desires and current lifestyle seems impossible to overcome, but you're not alone. As first-generation believers, we are on a journey to discover what it means and looks like to do life with Jesus. It was a struggle to put down the habits our fellow millennials and culture have been so comfortable with and instead seek to live a more fruitful life. We're here to help build Christ-centered, faithful families by bringing mindfulness into your marriage, purpose into your parenting, and humility into the shared responsibility of homemaking. So fire up that pot of coffee, share an earbud with your spouse, and let's get busy with today's episode here on the Faithful Family Fortress Podcast. All right, we just consulted the Wikipedia. William Shatner is, at the time of this recording, still alive. Good old Captain Kirk. Although he did quote, my my years are limited or something like that. I mean, he's, he's in his, he just had like his 90 second birthday. Yeah. yeah, wow. Anyway, this podcast is not about him. It's about us. <laughs> you and I. That is the proper way. Some people who say, are we? Who are, who are you? Who are you? You Ooh, go first. What's an existential question? You're the question. head of the family. You the head of the first. family. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm Robbie. Uh, fun fact, I'm from the East Coast, from the okayest state in the Union, Connecticut. Well, really, you're from Rhode Island, like the girl from Miss Congeniality. Yo, mind blown. You know what? 100% right. And that's... Whew, I need to take a moment on that one. <laughs> All right, moment passed. So anyways, um, I'm Robbie. I'm from the East Coast. I went into the United States Air Force, and I fixed airplanes in like 2003, and I met you when I was paying my mortgage in 2008. Also, I really like cars and pizza. We had pizza for dinner today. We did. It was a great dinner. Like, I cannot ever get weak because I'm like, I just want pizza. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, anyway, I'm Sasha. And... Hi, uh, Sasha. (laughs) 
This is not a meeting. <laughs> it kind of is a meeting. I, Where more than two are gathered. I'm from Michigan, the state that looks like a hand. For those of you who may be listening outside of the Midwest or the United States even. Um, Show the microphone on the hand where you're from. Like this. Oh, right there. <laughs> I have a tattoo. I like tattoos. I like uh, people. I love Jesus. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of things. Anyway, I remember meeting at the bank. I remember um, the first time I remember you, I was working in the drive up and you drove through yep, in you your, were a teller. your little white car. And at the bank, you know, they always teach you like customer service is number one, always use the customer's name. And so I'm like, thank you, Robert. Have a great day and smiling. And he says, thank you, Sasha. And then like smiles and drives away. And I was like, that was creepy. <laughs> creepy. Well, you're, you're delivering outstanding customer service. You've been married to me for 14 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, this is customer service. <laughs> it feels like customer service some days because I know you don't like me every day. <laughs> well, yeah. So we met at the bank. Um, we were not believers at the time. Nope. And uh, we hung out one day and then you kind of never left. You like to tell people so... that, but you never kicked me out. I'd like to, I'd like to, <laughs> well, I'd like the record to show. I wasn't trying to make you leave, but also you never left. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, anyway, we were married. You proposed to me on our one year anniversary. Oh, there's some fun stuff about that too. Yeah. And then the volcano erupted. The next day. <laughs> if you are near a Google searching device, look up March 23rd, 2009. That's when you will see that Mount Readout erupted in Alaska. And I proposed on March 22nd. Yeah. And um, I remember that you proposed and then the volcano went off and then you and your whole squadron were sent to a different location. We don't want to dispel any military intel here. So <laughs> I went to Fairbanks. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and and then I remember driving up to Fairbanks in a blizzard on what was it, Alaska Day or Seward's Day or something like that. I had the day off of work like the you next did. weekend. And so I drove through a blizzard eight hours after work, hyped up on caffeine to come and visit you and share a twin size bed because you were my fiance. Yeah, you almost died on the way up, <laughs> as I remember too. Yeah. Lots of caribou there in Denali National Park. And you were driving the speed limit was sixty five. I'm quite certain you're doing at least 66 well i was in a subaru wrx that was a great but, car we never should have sold that expect? thing <laughs> i expect nothing less from you anyway proposed to me we were married just over a month later it was actually 21 days after my 21st birthday mm -hmm. um and so very quick turnaround we were you know engaged on our first anniversary of dating and then married just over a month later and then um by our one-year anniversary, we were living in England. Yeah, I'd gotten orders right after that. Yeah. We are pretty excited. We actually spent our first anniversary in Bruges. Belgium. That was a yeah. great trip. Yeah, it was awesome. And I remember we were extremely grateful that we drove instead of flew because yeah. a volcano erupted in Iceland <laughs> on our like, one-year wedding anniversary. It's like anniversary. a recurring theme. Yeah, our love is um, explosive. The I guess. earth just celebrates <laughs> with us. And um, there, I remember, though, there were people who were, like, trapped in Germany and, like, trapped because airplanes weren't flying. Um, but we drove. So you were one of the people that made it back to work. And yep, one of the few. fine, yeah. Anyway, we then spent four years in England traveling and um, living very selfish lives, completely depart from the Lord. And 
I feel like our hearts grew more selfish after we found out that we couldn't have kids. Yeah, I deployed in 2011 to a warm, sandy location for six months living in a tent, which was unfun. Don't recommend. Zero stars. Zero stars for that. I do not recommend that. Unlike the review you're going to want to leave on this podcast. Which will five be five stars, stars. All the way. Cinco de... How do you say stars in Spanish? Starzo? I just offended somebody. <laughs> you're ridiculous. I'm just ignorant. Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, we got back. I got back from deployment and we're like, okay, we're going to try for babies. Well, you I actually, remember. You had a sign. Yeah, I st- we, the sign is still downstairs. You still have the sign? Somewhere in storage. And it says, welcome home, my husband's name, <laughs> Robbie Bruce. It's baby making time. <laughs> oh, right. Looking oh. back, that kind of seems embarrassing. But the time I was like, all right, it's time to build this family. And after a year of diligent effort, we still had a dog. And that was it. That was a good dog. I miss that dog. Great dog. But we didn't have any children. Went to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, we're not sure what's wrong with either of you, so we're going to look at the guy first, because we like to blame him. I remember that. And then I'm, I'm not going to get into like too much detail, but I remember calling about... Uh, some lab work that I had and the lab tech is like, are you just calling to see if your vasectomy took? And I was like, what? Oh, you didn't get a vasectomy. You need to talk to the doctor. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that to me, man. Like you messed me up. But that was when we found out that, um, we would not be having children the, the traditional way we were going to have to take an alternative route, which not bad, just different. And that took us quite, took me quite a while to come around to because I wanted nothing to do with it for a while, admittedly. Yeah. I think both of us were just like, wait, what is this? Oh my goodness. It was, it was kind of a, a whirlwind. Um, I remember you like gave me permission to divorce you because I really wanted to be a mom. I really wanted to have a family. I felt like we as a couple were not a family. I know many people, including you will argue me that a couple is a family a married couple is a family but gotta start somewhere <clears throat> i felt like we were just a couple anyway we spent a lot of time traveling and uh binge drinking with friends and i don't know just doing all kinds of worldly things trying to fill this hole this void and nothing worked and um life just seemed to get increasingly harder you made the decision to separate from the military. Um, I had health complications that led to, hey, you're also infertile, Sasha. So we just, I love that you joke, we're the perfect infertile couple. Like God knew what he was doing there at least. Uh, <laughs> and then 2014, you separated from the military. We moved back to Alaska. Whoa, sorry about that. That was super loud. And... Um, Life got really hard, and that's, I think... When you offered to divorce me, because if you want to get out of this marriage, you can, because I'm just going to take our van and go live down by the river. <laughs> you, I remember that, and I remember laughing at you, and you cried even harder. Why are you making fun of somebody that was in the midst of depression? <laughs> Do you not realize how good that pop culture reference is? No. Thank you, Chris Farley, for that. No, and I still agree. I would still go live in the van down by a river with you. Well, if it was like a Sprinter van, we had like the the 77 Volkswagen bus, which was a cool vehicle, but not something you live in. Come on. 
It's my dream van. Sold it to pay off my student loan debt. Highly recommended. (laughs) Um, That thing was cold. Speaking of, on April 25th, going back to the beginning of this episode, the whole (laughs) not in Alaska, we're a parka, we legit took that combi van to Denali National Park and camped illegally, we found out later, because apparently you're not supposed to drive back there anyway, let alone camp back there. But nobody said anything. So it's okay, I guess, if you're off season. But I remember we were freezing all night long. Like the dog was in the sleeping bag with us. We were bundled up. And we woke up and her water bowl was frozen solid. Inside the the van. van. Like those things are not warm. Do not camp on April 25th in Alaska. It's way too cold. You need more than a light jacket. Sorry, lady from Rhode Island and Miss Congeniality. (laughs) But anyway... Um, we, we had this come to Jesus because I fell into a deep depression, Mm -hmm. uh, was diagnosed with PTSD from childhood trauma. That's a long whole other story. Maybe we'll get into here. Maybe not. You want more info? Uh, maybe go to the mom life with Jesus podcast. One of those beginning episodes. I'm pretty sure I shared my testimony. You did. And, um, it's good testimony. And I was like, through that season, I was like, maybe I need to go to church. I saw some friends who shared scripture on their Facebook every day and had tough life circumstances. And I was like, why don't they struggle like I do? And I saw that they had Jesus and thought maybe that's what I need. And so I got a Bible and I started reading and I started praying and um, continued going through counseling. And we were like, hey, I was like, hey, we should go to church. And you're like, okay, which I was like surprised that you even agreed. And the Lord just snatched up our hearts. Yeah. I remember too, we were like, well, which church should we go to? We were driving down the road, going to our house. And I remember looking over and just pointing like, that one looks fine. (laughs) And that's the church we started going to for like eight years. Yeah. Like cold turkey out of nowhere. Just walked in the door the front day. Thought my feet were going to catch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a a rough time, I guess you could say. I feel like we could have another episode talking about what happened the day we went into that church. Yeah, another let's day. Do that. But it was it was a good day. Yeah, we'll say that much. Moving on, we did come around to developing our family. More specifically, me. I think adoption has always been on Sasha's heart. It's always been something she's been super duper interested in. And I believe even if we were able to like have kids biologically she still would have liked to adopt. So in a sense, we sort of hit the accelerator on this part of the journey. And we stepped into the idea of adoption right about the time that we were together for 10 years. I remember I had just taken a promotion at work and I was really excited. And I said, okay, I'm ready to like pull the trigger and like jump on board. Now, like, let's, let's get this train going. Yeah. I, I remember I had, I was like 17 or 18 years old and maybe I was young and I watched that movie. I think it's called The Bucket List. It has like Morgan Freeman and Jack Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, it's The Bucket List. Yeah. And I was like, I want to write a bucket list. And so I wrote it on a lined piece of paper in a notebook and I still have it. It's it's floating around here somewhere. And um, Adopt was, was actually written on that. But as soon as we found out that Robbie could not have kids. I was like, well, let's just adopt. I actually remember I went to like an adoption seminar when we lived in England on the base and your, your ears and everything, you just like, you were shut out to it completely. My heart was hardened at that point in time, like Pharaoh. And so. Except with way less pyramids. Then, you know, we 
I shared about that whole part, you know, of like living selfishly, but then we came to know the Lord. We came into relationship with the Lord and we started going to church and reading scripture and participating in Bible studies and, and so much more. And for a long time, like I remember having so many conversations with you about wanting to be a mom, wanting to grow a family. And for a long time, your heart was just shut off to it. And, um, you were just like, nope, nope, nope. And I remember you're like, Hey, when I get this next promotion, like we can start this adoption process. And so, um, then it was still many more years, but it was, uh, just after our 10 year wedding anniversary that, um, our first son came to our family through adoption. Um, almost three years later, the second one and yeah, they're a month apart. Yep. I mean, and um, three years, but yeah, a month shy of three years. And, our plan is as soon as um, our second is a year old, we can go on the list to adopt again. So I guess that's kind of us and our family and our story in a nutshell. And we just wanted to bring you guys a little bit, I guess, different of a podcast episode here on launch day two, not just um, about the meat and potatoes, like the practical and tactical, but to give you guys a look at who are the human beings behind the information that we're sharing. And of course, we're going to share a lot more personal testimony and, you know, stories about our lives, just anecdotal experiences. Um, But we also wanted to give you a little bit of information today about the podcast. Uh, What you're going to see when you look at the podcast in your feed is an episode number, you know, one, two, three, four, and so on. And then after that, you're going to see an MM or a PP or an FF or an HH. And those are kind of our pillars here for the podcast. And so MM is for mindful marriage. So if you're, if you're like, oh, I just want to listen to a podcast today. Let me listen to something on marriage. Uh, if you go to our feed, anyone that's an MM um, is going to be a marriage topic. And if you find FF, that's for faithful family. That's for like the overarching theme of this podcast is faithful family, us coming together as a family unit, as a team for, you know, that faithful family fortress. And then if you see a PP, that's a purposeful parenting. That's going to be something to do with parenting your children. Obviously, maybe I didn't need to mansplain that to you all. And then if you see one that's HH, it's for humble homemaking. And we're going to share um, just different stuff about um, house cleaning, shared responsibilities of house cleaning, how to incorporate your kids, um, and doing it from a place of humility and just all together. Yeah, taking a house and just incorporating it into being a home from every aspect of the mm-hmm. word. It's really surrounding the concept of like real stewardship. It's all going to be really good stuff. Well, we wanted to thank you guys for spending our 14th wedding anniversary with us here and launching this Faithful Family Fortress podcast. I hope that you will subscribe. I hope that you will already, right off the bat, scroll down Leave a five-star and written review, especially if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, because for some reason, they're like the king of the podcast world, and their statistics matter more than anyone else's. So, um, leave us... And what? (laughs) And rant. And and rant. Um, Leave us a review. We would love to read that, maybe even live here on the show. Share this podcast episode or our podcast in a whole with a friend. You never know who it might bless by bringing this to their ears. And remember. It's not the life in your years. It's the 
Wait, I it's said that backwards. Life. It is the life in your years. Can we, can we do that? <laughs> Remember. It's not the years in your life. It's the life in your years.